Welcome to Simple Heart. This is your host, Calvin and Jean. And this week we'll be talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. For the next couple of weeks, we'll be addressing the gift of the Spirit. We'll be talking about giving you an introduction to the Holy Spirit. What are spiritual gifts? The purpose of spiritual gifts. Discovering your spiritual gifts. Talking about the different groups of gifts. Revelation gifts, the power gifts. Natural enemy to the spiritual gifts and the devil's counterfeit. Also, we'll be talking, addressing a little bit about serving with your spiritual gift. So we'll be reading quite a few scriptures. We'll be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 to 11, Ephesians 4, 11 to 13, and Romans 12, 6 to 8. So now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your questions about the spiritual ability the Spirit gives us, I don't want you to misunderstand this. You know that when you were still pagans, you were led astray and swept along in worshiping speechless idols. So I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God will curse Jesus. No one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in a different way, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. It gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. It gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from God, from the Spirit of God, or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gifts each person should get. And this is 1 Corinthians 12, reading from verse 1 to 11. Ephesians 4, 11 to 13, read thus. Now there, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophet, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Romans 12, 6-8 In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is given, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility serious. And if you have a gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Paul's first argument was that God provided a variety of gifts to the church, which is the body of Christ. All of them are given for a common purpose, for edification of the body of Christ. As much the Holy Spirit decides who gets which gift. Consequently, 
there should be no boasting in the gifts received and no looking down on someone else who has another gift. Likewise, the recipient should be willing to use their gift for the overall good of the body, not for self-advancement. What is a spiritual gift? A spiritual gift is a special attribute given by the Holy Spirit to every member of the body of Christ according to God's grace for use within the context of the body. And we're to, when we're talking about gifts, we're, there are different types of gifts as we are reading the scripture. There's prophecy, there's service, there's teaching, there's exhortation, there's giving, there's leadership, there's mercy, there's wisdom, there's knowledge, there's faith, there's healing, miracles, discerning of spirit, tongues, interpretation of tongues, apostle helps, administration, evangelists, and pastors. An individual calling and their spiritual gifts are closely associated. When related to doing God's will, your general call should be equivalent to your spiritual gift. God will not call you to do something that he has not equipped you to do. So we have to be assured of this, that when God calls you for a purpose, he has already equipped you for that purpose. God worked through the spiritual gifts in the body of Christ to help the church grow and to remain healthy. Gifts are the tools God used to build up the church. They're practical, essential, can-do type of gifts such as these, those described in Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Jesus Christ. Different New Testament writers emphasize different aspects of the Holy Spirit work. John, for example, highlighted the Holy Spirit role as teacher and revealer of God's thought and ways. Before I even go into any description of the gifts, I want to address the most important aspect of knowing about the gifts is to know about the Holy Spirit. He is the giver of the gift. So who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is a person. He's the third person of the Trinity, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He's not a vague, ethereal shadow, nor impersonal force. He's a person equal in every way and aspect but the Father and the Son. All the divine attributes associated are ascribed to the Father and the Son are equally ascribed to the Holy Spirit. Luke focuses on the Spirit's guidance and power for evangelism, as we've seen in Acts 1, 8, 4, 31, 8, 29, and 39, and the importance of being filled with this Holy Spirit. Paul, however, provides a comprehensive view of the Spirit work. According to Paul, God gives his Holy Spirit to all who come into saving relationship with Jesus Christ. The Spirit brings new life in Christ. He affirms believers' salvation and their identity as children of God. Romans 8, 9, 9 and 14 to 17. The Holy Spirit gives Christian power over sin, power to live a fruitful life, and power for ministry. Believers are to continuously be filled with the Holy Spirit. 
And though they experience the conflict between the flesh and the spirit, they can please God by yielding to the spirit's guidance and power. The Holy Spirit enables Christians to understand God's thought and ways. He gives spiritual gifts to believers to help to grow the church. The Spirit leads and empowers their worship as they use the gifts that the Spirit has given them. The Spirit guarantees that believers will receive all the blessing that God has promised. The Spirit helps believers and pray for them in their human weakness. The goal of the Spirit work is to make them like Christ. Paul viewed the church as the living body of Christ, comprised of believers. Paul made no formal distinction between professional clergy and lady, with the ministry being done by the clergy. The community had leaders, but every believer had a ministry in building up the body. When the early believers gathered together, usually in someone's home, everyone brought something from God to share with the others. Paul understood God's spirit as gifting people for their specific ministry and leading them when they come together for worship. Guided by the Spirit, every believer was to use their spiritual gift for the benefit of the church. Paul wanted believers to be sensitive to the empowering of the Spirit in all that they did. When believers meet together, every individual is important, and each one has an active role to play. Believers must listen for God speaking his word and be prepared to speak it in all their relationship. Paul's also called for the others to evaluate what is said. Every believer is a critical part of the body, called to be actively involved in this growth. This is something that I write personally for myself. I rely on the Holy Spirit every day of my life knowing that I can only take others as far as I'm willing to go. In my faith journey with the Lord, he, Jesus, is the one who has designed the path and structured the pathway for me to travel. He has given me the help of the Holy Spirit to accomplish the purpose he has created me for. I may not have a clue as to where my faith journey will take me, but if I listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, he will get me to where I'm supposed to be. The Holy Spirit is sent on earth to lead and direct me in all truth. How I travel the path that is set before me depends on how I attentively I listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. So this is important for us to understand who the Holy Spirit is because there is many sayings and thought of who the Holy Spirit is that is just an it. But the Holy Spirit, we know, is a person. He, is, he can be hurt. He can be grieved, according to Scripture. We can grieve the Holy Spirit. And it's very important that we know who the Holy Spirit is. Because if we want to understand what the spiritual gifts are, what spiritual gift do I have or you have, it's important that we know the giver of the gift. According to Dr. Larry Gilbert, much material is available to help people recognize, discover, and define their particular spiritual gift. Most Christians, however, do not understand the relationship of spiritual gift, how a spiritual gift relates to their lives, other people's lives, the local church, or to the body of Christ as a whole. Therefore, identifying and understanding God-given spiritual gift should be a high priority in every Christian's life. Likewise, 
pastor who understands spiritual gifts in light of their relationship to other areas of ministry will better understand their own roles. Here are eight reasons why identifying and understanding your God-given spiritual gift and the gift of those around you should be a high priority. Knowing your spiritual gifts helps you understand God's will for your life. Knowing your spiritual gifts help you know what God has called you to do. Knowing your spiritual gift relieves you from serving out of duty. Knowing your spiritual gifts help you understand how the Holy Spirit works through you. Knowing your spiritual gifts filled a deep inner need or void in your life. Also knowing your spiritual gifts build unity among Christians. Knowing your spiritual gifts equipped you to fulfill God's purpose for your life. Knowing your spiritual gift adds to your self-acceptance. Think of the greatest Christian you know. Now consider this. God has called you to do what this person cannot do. Your God has given you special endowment that suits you perfectly for your special position on the team. The Christian who knows he has the gift of serving will not belittle himself because he is not a pastor. He can accept himself knowing that God has given him a special endowment that suits him perfectly for the special position that God has called him to. The Christian who knows that their gift is administration and is functioning effectively in their capacity will not think themselves unworthy or unnecessary because they are not a teacher. Once you identify your dominant spiritual gift, begin to discover and understand how that gift relates to your life and other people's life, the local church and the body of Christ as a whole. Some ways to do this include exercising your gift, paying attention to how your gift might affect your vocation, and paying attention to other people's gifts as well. That is evident in their life. And also studying about the gift. Look on how the, the, the different gifts relate or fit to in our everyday life and ministry and becoming more aware of ministry opportunity that we can use our gift. By better understanding and exercising your gift, you will be able to fulfill God's calling on your life. Always be a good steward of the gift that God has given to you. And also remember to press forward to do what God has called you to do. Don't let someone else's expectation of who you are stand in the way of God's best for your life. God bless.